And then the frog says, <laughs> no, just, <laughs> just to, <laughs> to start a show at the, with the punchline of a joke. Uh, what are we doing here? Whispers of genius, echoes of madness. Wow, what a day wow. I've had. Thank you guys for having this set. I feel like yeah. my day started a month ago <laughs> coming in here, so I appreciate this being ready and us knocking this out. What's going on, everybody? How are you all doing out there? Thank you so much for your messages. It is so cool to be out and about and have people talking about this podcast. What I love the most, this is what I love about our our family of listeners and readers, and that even though it was like two years between podcast episodes, yeah. they had it. They they were already subscribed. So like, oh, well, we saw the next one pop up as if you know, <laughs> yeah. as, as if two years didn't pass. Yeah, and uh, and I love that. I love that. A lot of new fans and a lot of lo- new listeners, social yeah, media followers, mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff. So thank you, everybody. Best thing you can do to support this show and everything that we do is just tell somebody. Just yeah. just share. Share on social media. Um, send a if you're listening on your phone, you know, press the little share button and send it as a text, you know, as a link message mm-hmm. to your friends and that kind of stuff. And if it inspires and empowers you, it's gonna do the same for someone else. It's a little something different because we're not we are not every show, definitely not. I'm not every uh, edutainer out there. I'm definitely <laughs> not that. So um, please share, share, share. How you doing, Steph? What you got today? Oh, we got a lot of great stuff. Uh, all right. So, well, <laughs> what? You, you guys are laughing already. We're laughing. <laughs> We're laughing. Well, yeah, I wanted to good. tell. I wanted to tell you that Georgia commented about our last show, Georgia on Facebook. Uh huh. She says, thank God I gave away the cat. <laughs> <laughs> Is this our buddy, Georgia? Yeah. Yeah, Georgia. Georgia, I connect with Georgia also on Instagram. She's awesome. She's mm-hmm. over in, like, Greece. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Georgia's, Georgia's a, a, a cool one. What's up, Georgia? Um, yeah, that's cool. Definitely <laughs> glad you gave away yeah. the cat. That's funny. Yeah. That is, that is funny. That, it, uh, there's a lot of things like that that people don't know. And Most what we're people. what we're finding out. I was just talking to somebody uh, on the phone who who has a totally different belief system, a belief system that's carried on a really long time. Mm-hmm. Um, that is is could be beautiful, poetic, could be scary, you know, all those type of old old time thinking. And I'm while I'm listening to them tell me this, and I'm thinking, wow, you've missed a lot of advancements in science like you've you've just missed a lot of how we answer that and how we don't use that kind of terminology mm-hmm. anymore and i and i really love the fact that uh we can learn this it's and and if you're a true in the true uh in the true uh spirit of science mm-hmm. yet you're not holding on to these ideologies yeah nothing more frustrating than scientists who are just as theological as as the extra religious you know that no new information nope 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 they're (laughs) just sticking to their story and they only take things that validate their story there are a lot of scientists that do the same Mm way Um, but if you're just a a person out here experiencing the length depth and breadth of this beautiful world and and the experiences that we have in there you welcome new information you just welcome it and i i absolutely love it so things like that where you say oh you know what we used to think was 
you know, a large part of what we used to think was schizophrenia, a large part of what we used to think was this, uh, or, or even, you know, come New Year's resolutions and that. A lot of people who, who think, uh, how, much, how many messages do we get that, like, Steve, this whole time I thought I didn't have willpower. Like, That's no, something. you have willpower. You just have a brain that works. Mm -hmm. That's the good news. The bad news is you have a brain that works, and it's yeah. designed for efficiency. So your your brain saying, no, man, you could do it. Let's eat that cake one more time. We'll start training next week. You think that's a lack of willpower. No, it's a sign of a healthy brain. That's good news and the bad news. Mm -hmm. The bad news is you have to override that desire and not think that you don't have willpower. Just know that you have to override it. That's all. Your brain doesn't mean you harm it's not even thinking of you in that way of your goals. It's just thinking of maintaining its own efficiency. Is that is that good for evolution? Is that how that works? Is that well, your brain, your brain, for evolution? Yeah. Well, your brain is designed to be e efficient, mm -hmm. just like the most of your muscles are designed to be efficient, and your brain is designed to to get as much done with as little effort as possible. So when you start making new habits. Mm -hmm. It requires a whole lot of work from your brain. It's got uh, these new passages and new yeah. bridges and tunnels and all these transmitters. Like all these things have to be ha working now. Blood flow, all of this is happening. And your brain's like, dude, <laughs> dude, just, you know, uh, uh, not too long ago, a couple of generations ago, we were holding sticks, bro. Yeah. You're like joining a gym and learning <laughs> jujitsu and you want to learn a different language as an adult? Bro, we, we were, I was learning to throw a rock just a couple of generations <laughs> ago. Reel it in, man. Reel it in. So future generations of mm -hmm. ours, I'm sure, will be able to adapt a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, and maybe other, not just your brain, but other parts of your body that start to fall apart after mid-20s. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe later generations won't have that. But your body's clearly, evolution-wise, it's, it's really made for its peak of procreation you know that's yeah. that's really it's all around that so yeah. after that peak age you kind of just here there and everywhere hopefully future generations will evolve towards that but as of us right now mm -hmm. yeah your body wasn't designed to have so many calories too many <laughs> calories that you have to now figure out a way to uncalorie the calories yeah to burn them off while not bringing in so many when all of our relatives, everybody listening, you are not more than a few generations away from barely not starving to death. Wow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't that long ago. So every single person listening, you come from people who survived, definitely. Yeah. We are the descendants of the survivors, for sure. But th there was no... There was no obesity problem you know what i mean so what we're dealing with now in our parts of the world where we're fortunate enough to have the issue of too many calories um we're, we're trying to teach a brain something new we're trying to teach a brain something new and so yeah it's not a lack of willpower it's a lack of just you have two hundred thousand years of evolution telling your brain to not work so hard and so when you try to make new make it work hard it tries to talk you out of it and again, that's the good news and the bad news. It's designed for efficiency. It's great news if you have great habits. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have great habits, then they're going to be a pain in the ass to break. They're breakable because then eventually your brain's like, all right, well, now now we have these roads and bridges, so we won't we won't cause such a fuss. But um, but yeah, along the way, we we've updated that to know that yeah, it's 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 
There are functions to this.、Mm-hmm. There are functions to habits and efficiency. I love that. I don't know about you guys, but like going through Netflix and seeing the science shows and things like that, I I can't watch things that you know even from 2011. Like oh, it's up- you become like science judgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, it gets, because it's updated information, especially something、then. like that where it's like neuroscience,、mm-hmm. where or it's、yeah. even like the stuff that I learned is already outdated, and so it's、wow. it's、uh, it just goes so fast. And then like the fMRI comes out, you know, and this machine is seeing. Blood flow in the brain at real time, so it's like watching this real time. So it's like it's just most、wow. of the stuff that that people are going through now for cognitive neuroscience is just outdated. And there's strong conversations about free will and strong conversations about when you actually make a decision, what's happening. There's strong conversations about what they call the egocentric paradigm, the argument that no. Humans really actually touch reality. One hundred percent of your life happens in your head, and you interpret these things as reality. So I know that sounds super spacey, but it's it's saying that like Stephanie's a story you tell yourself every、mm-hmm. day, right?、Yeah. Steve's a story I tell myself. Chris is a story you tell yourself. So for some reason, you wake up, Chris. You wake up, Stephanie. I wake up, Steve. Every day, for some reason, we wake up like that every day. They call it the persistence of self. They're not sure why. The persistence of self. You wake up, Chris. You wake、mm-hmm. up, Stephanie. I wake up, Steve. Every day, and we a hundred percent of that life, a hundred percent of my life as Steve, as your life as Chris, as your life as Stephanie, happens in your head. One hundred percent of it. Is it cold out? Is it warm out? Is、mm-hmm. it beautiful out? Is that person attractive? Is that person mean? Like all of that happens in your head, and they can turn it off. Yeah. When you go, when you go get surgery, they don't, they don't. If you're gonna get your your leg operated on, they don't numb your leg. They put this little mask over your nose, and they turn off Chris. They don't touch any of the pain stuff. They don't touch your leg. They just turn off the person who's receiving the pain. <laughs> that's, that's crazy.、Man. Yeah. Well, and and so they know that you will wake up, Chris, every day unless there's some sort of degenerative issue, some sort of something、What? that starts turning off the Chris story, starts changing the Steph story, starts changing the Steve stories. Things that I like or don't like, I fall and bump my head, and、mm-hmm. I start forgetting the people I love, the things I care about. You just forget. It's not. It's you. Nothing. It. You can go from loving somebody so much to nothing them. Like it's not that you hate them or you just don't. You're nothing them. Like most people you see on the street, you you don't yeah, have any attention attachment to them at all in either direction. It's just you're nothing them. So that happens when there's some sort of degenerative something in your brain that affects the story. So. Yeah, the, and and the the we're really at the advent. There's a lot of people. Who will say, "Hey, I'm a cognitive this and that," and and yes, they are, but the the honest the the honest uh, uh, person who goes through this can know that you go through you go you go to an advanced degree in cognitive sciences.、Mm-hmm. Yes, you know a lot, but it's still nothing compared to what there is to know. Like you do know those couple of grains of sand for sure. We know that. But what they're leaving out is there's a beach, and we know there's a beach.、Mm-hmm. We're telling you we know these two grains of sand for sure, but we're leaving out that th- there's a beach. 
And that's what we don't know, the rest of the uh, stuff. So you can go into, into advanced degrees in cognitive sciences, mm-hmm. behavioral science, and you can learn from some of the most brilliant people on earth and listen to them say in so many different beautiful, eloquent, and scientific ways that we're not really sure how this works. That here are our models for how we think it works. Mm-hmm. And like good scientists, when we learn differently... We'll adjust the models. And that's what we see a lot happening now. And so we're seeing a lot of cognition. What was true five years ago to now um, is is the advancement of the machines that can tell you when your brain thinks of something, your brain picks something, and then lets you know, and you think you picked it, Mm -hmm. but it was already picked. Yeah, so so there's a lot of, in the next five or so years, you're going to see a lot of advancements of, of what, what we used to consider the subconscious mm-hmm. versus the conscious and, and what's the actual driver. And like I was talking to somebody yesterday, the understanding of, of predisposition, not only physically. Physically, we understand predisposition. Uh, you know, if, uh, if a Chinese couple has a baby, the baby's not coming out Swedish, right? If a Swedish couple has a baby, then the baby's not coming out Chinese, right? So right. we know this disposition. We know you're going to look like something like your parents. We know it so much that we joke that if you come out not looking like your parents, <laughs> yeah, there was, there's an yeah. issue. There's a, there's a storyline yeah. here, right? So we know, we know physical predisposition, right? You're gonna, I'm not going to be seven feet tall. If you've met my mm-hmm. parents, if you had... Uh, met my parents you'd see i'm about as tall as i'm gonna get i maxed out for what i can do and so um and again no mystery there mm-hmm. so we know that if i go to doctor the doctor first thing they ask do you have any pre uh, um, history of heart disease or history why are you asking me what my parents or relatives have wow. well because then you have a predisposition for it yeah if they have it you could you are more likely to have it because we understand genetic mm-hmm passing down of genes and predisposition for this. What we're understanding now in the cognitive sciences and and people who are studying this is that the same is true for your thoughts and your behaviors. And I guess we kind of knew this in a way, but maybe not so much scientifically. We knew it in the way where you're watching movies, you're seeing parents with their kids, and your kids start acting like the other parent. And they weren't mm-hmm. taught this. Oh, you act just like your dad. Oh, you act just like your mom. And the kid's still a child. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait, you weren't taught this. You're just, this is you. You are literally a mixture of us. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's just interesting on how that works in behavior. If you're uh, athletically prone, musically mm-hmm. prone, whatever, that predisposition, you, you're, you're suddenly your kid loves music at a really young age. And we'd know, oh, yeah, because the parents love music. This kid already loves music. Yeah. We would know it kind of intuitively in that mm-hmm. sense, but now there's science that's like, yeah, well, turns out that there's a lot. There's a library of information in this DNA, and, and there may be a library of information in every single cell in your body. There might be a library of information. So wow. my, if, if I were to, if, to be able to gamble 
Yeah, everyone always asks me to pick sports teams and stuff like that, and you two know how ridiculous. Sports team. Yeah, it, it, how ridiculous of a thing that is to say yeah. to me. Most people don't think who you got for the <laughs> Super Bowl and that kind of stuff, and they don't realize how ridiculous that is to ask me because I couldn't even tell you when it you is, who's in it. No, I won exactly zero dollars. Yeah, <laughs> and so it's like, but for science, if you were to ask me, what do I think is going to happen in science? I think that they are going to recognize cellular memory like they didn't recognize it before and that we're going to start understanding how at an atomic level data is passed along and it's going to explain a lot of things like why different cultures in different parts of the world were having the same ideas at the same time even though not communicating with each other. Yeah thousands of years ago how atomically you might breathe in information that oh, you wow. might be breathing in information that that's like a radio signal you can almost picture it like a radio signal just a loose random radio signal mm -hmm. that left another person <laughs> and you breathed it in and this atom somehow triggered and that and you had the right frequency and now keeping in mind i know for a cognitive scientist listening out there right now I know how ridiculous this sounds, but it is my prediction that something along this line is going to, we're going to understand data transfer at that level. We're going to understand why you have, you have, uh, uh, you come from a family of explorers and adventurers and philosophers. We're going to understand why when you're 10, you're, you're, you know, you're looking out at that ocean like, mm -hmm. what's on the other side of that? And the, and the person you're staying ne standing next to, your buddy at 10 is like, oh, I just can't wait. I want to be a cop over mm -hmm. there. Like, I'm happy here. And you're just looking at that ocean like, what's on the other side? Mm -hmm. What language? And you're, you're a philosopher at 10. Yeah. We're going to know that this is a genetic predisposition just like you look like you look like already physically. You think like you think like already physically and that those predispositions are going to work. So like me, I'm my mom and my dad, and I said to you, I'm the tallest mm -hmm. that I can be. Well, the reason I'm the tallest I could be because I had a predisposition for to not be seven feet tall. But I was athletic. I was I watched what I ate. I was in good form. I stayed away from alcohol and drugs until later in my life. Mm -hmm. Um, so at those years that I would hap happen to be growing, I was really healthy and fit. So I maxed out. Now, other people might be like, oh, he's just an average-sized dude. If I'm in Australia, I'm little. Like, I'm mm -hmm. a little. Yeah. But here, I'm an average-sized yeah. dude. And But for me, I maxed out. I'm 100% of what I could have been. And I think that thoughts are like that. I think that you can be spectacular to a degree there. And that's what explains why some people are like, Steve, I just take chemistry and I just don't get it. It just doesn't click that, that what everyone thinks is logical. I don't get great, but I bet you, I, I understand that. And maybe you, you're maxed out there and maybe you'll struggle with that forever, but there's something else that you're going to pick up super easy that someone else is going to struggle with. Because you have a predisposition. We're not all the same. We are all literally 100% of what our descendants were. And we can max out within that. And I think that uh, cognitive sciences are going to understand that better um, in the next five years. 
That's Maybe awesome. it won't reach like public until like the next ten years, mm-hmm. but in the next five years. That's so crazy though. That would be super cool to understand a little bit more. It, I think that when you when you look deeper into the the studies that are happening, they do understand so much more. But there's there's a lot more to it. There's a there's a lot of stuff that doesn't get the 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 kind of um attention i'll say it doesn't get the kind of attention that it should get because it's probably not the most popular thing there there's stuff that the fmri is uncovering the about what we might consider free will or the predisposition of thought that would be terrifying to some institutions so i think they're going to study it a lot more and you know this pre-designation of of what um of what we are and how we are is is something new to learn. It's a lot different than we thought. It's a lot different than we thought. And so it'll be interesting. Um, you know, you could, our coaches, you know, so we have, I had such a good coaching career that we have mm-hmm. coaches now around the world that we, I, we get hundreds of coaching requests um, every month and I can't do it. I can't do it. So, <laughs> Uh, instead of turning all those people away, we, you know, I select and hire uh, and train personally, one-on-one train my coaches. And they, and they, so people who reach out to us actually get one of our certified coaches and it works out great. But the the point of me saying this is the reason it works great and the reason that our coaching works so well is because I've been following this model since I was 22. And so what what I call in my first book, Agreement with Reality. When I say your agreement with reality defines your life and what you see, quote unquote, see, your eyes don't, don't see, your eyes collect data and your brain tells you what you see based on your agreement with reality. So I'd say you have an agreement with reality. That's the story you're telling yourself. I was 20 when I wrote this. Mm-hmm. The story you're telling yourself, you have an agreement with reality and what you quote unquote see validates your agreement with reality. You'll only see things you already think would be true. So when someone says, oh, I'll believe it when I see it, that's old ignorance. It's actually, you'll see it when you believe it, right? yeah. Now, fast forward, that language is archaic, (laughs) but it's what I described at 20 is what now they talk about, the, the phenomenon of a confirmation bias. Wow. That's crazy. And that so awesome. like awesome. I, I saw it as behaviorally a long time ago, but now science but now is like, hey, yeah, that's it. That's absolutely true. And this is now we know why placebos work. Mm-hmm. We have these confirmation biases. We know why if if you believe that this guru who's dressed as a guru and you believe they're a guru and you believe that the the magic rock they just passed you is gonna make you feel better. It's going to make you feel better, not because the rock has any power itself, but because you gave the belief that it has power, power, and it and it has that effect. It's a placebo effect. Same thing, confirmation bias, what I call the agreement with reality. So we've been using that mechanism, and the point I'm trying to tell you is this, is I do believe that a lot of the cognitive science coming out that validates influence programs like, like mine – 
are really, really bad for just general therapy and that kind of stuff. And that's why I know you, you've witnessed for years of people who are like, I've been to therapy for 10 years and I talked to you for two hours. Yep. And why couldn't it? Well, because by design, your therapists are great. I'm sure they're super great, super smart. Mm -hmm. They have to follow an archaic system that just doesn't, it wasn't designed to help. It wouldn't be called therapy. Therapy it would be called healing, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like it wasn't designed for that. They didn't know enough and they didn't, they, they just, it's, it's going to a mechanic that learned how to be a mechanic in 1942. And going right. to them with your car, like, but doesn't mean that those cars weren't great in 1942. But if I bring you the car I have right now, you think it's a spaceship because we have so much new technology. We have done that better. And so if you don't, if you're not trained as a mechanic for the cars now, and you last time you took a mechanics course was in 1942, you're going to be outdated and you're going to give outdated information. You say, oh, you got to do this and do that. You got to put the key in. A key? <laughs> like, <laughs> what is that? <laughs> a key in a car? Oh, yeah, I remember that used to be a thing. But that's not a thing. And so it's like you, you start recognizing mm -hmm. that cognitive sciences and mental health is like that, but it's a multi-billion dollar industry. So you can be sure that they're going to have to check these things time and time again. And before they get out into any big publication, never mind the impact on religion and that kind of stuff, it's going to be a while. But it'll bleed out. It'll bleed out. There's people like me out there who've been, every time I talk to my clients, this is, hey, this is what's happening. Don't worry. Like, this is, oh, you're, I'm stressing out. All right, this is why you're stressing out. This is what's happening in your brain. This is what's happening mm -hmm. in your body. This is the chemicals that are... Like it's science, it's it's math. We went over this. <laughs> like it's math. There's no reason to freak out. It's just recognize the fact that you're freaking out, but this is why you're freaking out. This is what's happening, and this is what we're going to do to counter it. And this is how we're going to gauge when we're going through this. How do I stop this feeling? You rever How do you reverse 200,000 years of your family's evolution into this? You don't. You just create a mechanism in which you have a protocol when you'd have this feeling. Like, how do I stop when it's, I'm 43 years old. Mm -hmm. And when it, when it turns nice out, I turn 16 in my head. Yeah. And I want to cut class and go to the mm -hmm. beach. <laughs> because I come from people who were go to the beachers. Who were, you know, live off the fat of the land, go to the beach, explore, Mm -hmm. no yeah. roots kind of like that's so i turn into that there's no part of my life that that seems fantastic but i feel it with every cell in my body at 43 it is winter right now but as soon as it turns warm i want to clear my schedule and i want to go to the beach and i'll start my brain i'll be like oh my you don't work hard enough you can't go to the beach for a day you don't give enough to the world that you can't like it'll start talking to me. It's like, wait a second, that's so silly. Like talk you into it. I like I know this isn't I don't really want to do that. Like once I'm there, I'll be like, What 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 am I doing? Like it, it's but it's again hundreds of thousands of years of this is me. This is what makes me me. And so I instead have a protocol. Oh, is this does this help you get what you're going? No. Does this help you do what you want to do? No. Does this is this really what you want? No. It's just what 
it's what my body it's, it's the same thing when i see a delicious piece of cake a chocolate cake that's like Psst, what's up man what you doing handsome and i'm like what i'm starving i wasn't hungry a second ago when i see the yeah, cake and i'm like your mouth i'm watering. starving what you looking at huh excuse me i swear i called my name huh what and so it, it, you you become that, and and again, it's the same. Every ounce and every mm-hmm. cell in my body. That's why sometimes follow your heart's really bad advice, yeah. because every cell in my body wants that cake. But I'll know that the second I'm done with that cake, I'll instantly regret it. And at the same time, if I just ask myself those gauge type questions, does that help me get to where I want to go? No. Mm-hmm. Will I regret that? Yes. So then, doesn't make me want it less just makes me decide against it and and those type of battles like when so again we're talking about just natural things that we're understanding better than than we used to understand oh i I love that that it's so funny i i love learning i love science i love things like that everything that you just said i i remember being told that that's the reason why science is wrong and religion is right because they keep updating information yeah well that's religion says that that's yeah. like that's like asking a barber if you need a haircut yeah. like that's yeah well though th- that's what i was saying with these scientific advances that there's going to be there's going to be you know issues with it there's mm-hmm. going to be issues now mm-hmm. i have been to and and straddling i love uh, straddling, straddling, straddling. Yeah, I can't. Know <laughs> yeah, I can say. It. I've had a long day, <laughs> really man. Have. So, uh, straddling uh, the poetry of religion and theology, mm-hmm. and the 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 hard sciences and the soft sciences too. Like for me, it's all beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I again, I don't. There's no. I don't die on any of those battlefields. Um, but I have to say that I've been to so many, so many um, religious events that they talk about incessantly how to how to answer like a scientific truth. Like, well, science said this about evolution, and this is why we look at it, and this is why we look at it this way. And them talking about like and how to how to fit this new scientific discovery into their dogma into their like I've I've been in those conferences and all the science conferences I've ever been to in my life, which is so many, I've never been to one in which they said, well, religion has this one thing and we just can't figure it out and that's how we have to fit it into our science like never once. Like it's just, science isn't a, what people don't understand is science isn't a way of thinking. It's a a method of discovery. So Mm -hmm. kind of like what I just said, when I'm having this, these feelings, I go to my gauge questions. That's the science way. It's not, it's a point yourself in the right direction kind of way. And so um, science most people think science is how you discover stuff. It's not. Science is actually, the scientific method is designed to figure out what's not true, mm-hmm. not what's true. And that's why science is always updating. That's why they don't call it, unless it's a physical law, there are no laws of science. A- everything is a theory. And mm-hmm. now that gets pushed sometimes because in common English, we have the word theory. 
mm-hmm. which is like the guess. Yeah. Like we guess, but in science, it's used differently because science has a word for guess. It's called a hypothesis. Right. And then the theory is like the running information of things we know. So that gets confused sometimes. So people are like, oh, the theory of gravity. Like they're not sure. <laughs> no, they're sure. But it's called the theory because it's all called theories. The only place you'll find laws in science are the physical laws of science. And those are very, very few. Hmm. They're like numbers. Like they're very, very, f- they're physical mm-hmm. law, law of inertia. Like these are right. physical laws that, that are, we, we got that. The rest, the fact that the earth goes around the sun, mm-hmm. right, is, is, the, is the egocentric, uh, I'm sorry, the, the uh, heliocentric theory. Gravity is gravity theory. And it's not that they don't know. It's that they're always adding information to it. Oh, you know what? This planet tilts this way a little mm-hmm. bit more. It's a degree off than we thought back in the day. I mean, think, think Pluto didn't exist for us. We didn't know Pluto was there until the late 1920s. Right. Wow. So yeah. you just add it in. Mm-hmm. You don't have to create a whole new thing. You just add it in because it's the running theory. And so... It gets confused with the common English term of theory, but it's not what science means. You keep adding that information and you keep proving old information wrong. That's the beauty of science. Can we do this? Yes. Can we repeatedly do this? Yes. All right. Well, then we know the other stuff doesn't work. We don't know if this is it, but we know that that isn't it. Mm -hmm. And that's what science is. A lot of people confuse it for this is teaches us what is. No, science teaches you what isn't. And that's that's really important to know. And for the scientists out there who thinks that it teach you what is, you're as bad as any other person who wants to die in the battlefield of this stuff. Take in the new information and we can learn how to maximize this human experience for ourselves and for the people who come after us and understand this better uh, than, than they did. And there's a lot of great science out there. I but wish- it's going to conflict with, you know, it's going to conflict with... Um, with marketing and you know yeah. there's a lot of strong powerful industries out there that that would rather you you know it's kind of like the automotive thing it we can we can put a robot in your body and diagnose treat cut up your heart they perform like heart surgery on like babies in the womb oh but we haven't figured out a better engine right. <laughs> you know what i mean so like there's there's those theories that are like, oh, they could figure out a better engine for sure if you want to be dead. Like, if, <laughs> yeah. if you want to destroy the automotive, oil, all yeah. these industries, sure. Yeah, have fun with uh, that. Right. So I, I think that there's there, there could be a lot to do with that. Just based on me, just talking to some of the people I talk to, when you bring up, you know, when you update their information, even in like a kind, casual conversation, you see how defensive they get. <laughs> and those are like yeah. individuals who are like are going to, they're going to work like anyone else. They're not industry owners. It's not costing them billions. Right. They're just regular in- individuals who don't like their, you know, their ignorance. Mm-hmm. You know, ignorance yeah. is bliss. You know, all yeah, yeah. Stuff. I don't got to learn yeah. all That's new stuff. Thing. And so that that kind of stuff for me is is uh, I find it fun, but. Again, I don't I don't die in any of these fields. I want to learn everything. Yeah. I love when I'm wrong and I get to learn something new. I love it. I, I wish that I was taught how to think instead of what to think. I don't know if that's like for all schools across the United States. They just tell you. 
this this is what you need to know. I don't know, but I I don't know. I yeah. I grew up at a different time than you did. I, I remember growing up and you know, we learned things like the um Thanksgiving. <laughs> you know, like we the natives lived on this land for like thousands of years and we came from over there and taught them how to <laughs> taught them how to grow shit. Yeah. You know, like right. that's that's how that works, you know. <laughs> but you know, you get older and you learn a couple of new things and that kind of stuff. Or you don't, and there's, there's people who yeah. don't. And that's, yeah. like I said on a previous show, I don't really argue it. I'll mm -hmm. talk about it. I, I won't be, I won't apologize for knowing it. I won't apologize for, for knowing better. And I'll say, just like I said, oh, funny, growing up I thought X, Y, Z, yeah. but it turns out it's not even that. That's yeah. so silly that we thought that. But... I won't. Um, I won't argue with somebody about it. Let them, let them keep their ignorance is bliss, man. Enjoy it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Enjoy it. But as far as religion goes, they mm -hmm. they, they have to. Their whole product is that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, did you check out Leah Remini's thing on on, Sci on Scientology? I love. Yeah. Love that show. Like she, a lot of it that she talks about is 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 just how how they had to keep a lot of the people from reading new information. Mm -hmm. Information, yeah. anyone who's trying to keep you from information doesn't mean you well. They're trying to control you. And so, um, and not not just that religion, um, I think that many, many religions that, that are serious like that, that mm -hmm. they really trying to hold on to and require a lot of their uh, their parishioners. I think that that's really... I grew up Catholic, so mm -hmm. Catholics like you're, you go to church, but you're not. I don't know, you're not really religious. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a different thing. But they had already had such a stronghold that they even if they lost a lot of their clients, which they did with the with this whole priest thing, um, they still maintain such a stronghold that you don't really have those diehards like like you need to in other mm -hmm. religions starting new new religions can you yeah. imagine trying to start and maintain a new religion now with the internet available what do you have to tell them don't read that stuff they're sent by the bad people they're you know yeah. it's unless your religion well, is the internet i was just gonna <laughs> right. say this is like, like some sort of futuristic yeah. <laughs> it'd be interesting to see how that theology yeah. you know that's a that's a part of it's a part of our brain and our behavior that we need so we need Stephanie. So like your brain creates Stephanie to know what to do with the data that it's participating in. Now, most of the s stuff that you hear, see, all that stuff, mm -hmm. most of these things and chemical reactions happening in your body, most of them you are not even aware of. You're aware of very little of it. And when you become aware of it, there are thoughts and feelings. But it's a fraction of what your body's actually doing all day. Wow. So when when you have that third person that or that that observer that mm -hmm. that you call Stephanie, that you call Chris, that I call Steve, um, that's um, it, who knows who knows what what the purpose of that is. And again, people have endless magical ways of looking at it. I love them all as long <laughs> as they're not controlling you and telling you this that magical ways of doing it. I'm all for it. I'm all for that kind of beautiful thinking. Um, but I don't know, and neither does anyone else. Find out. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah, we'll, 
we'll find out. But I know it's here, and I know that while we're here, we, we can, there's so much we can do. There's so much we can impact. There's so many people we can help. There's so many ways we can make it better. And how do we do that? We do that with things like science. We do that with things like learning how to feed people better, mm-hmm. share people better, what with the work we're doing at the UN, yeah. how to get information across borders and using technology for kids who have never they are the first ones ever in any lineage of theirs to read to hold a book like this is this is for me what what that's about and that's that's what being here is about what's what's what happens after this is going to happen whether i believe it or not so it's it's happening anyway, right? Yeah. So, might as well so, not think so I might it. as well I, I I can think beautifully of it. I'm yeah. just gonna pay attention to this here. I'm not I'm not gonna do you know you you pay attention. Growing up Catholic, and I say this, and I and I say this for for uh, for behavioral reasons. I say this for living this life that we are in a very physical universe. I say this, and 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 I say this growing up Catholic, but this applies to every religion. And hear me out when I say this. I remember being a kid and sitting in church. My parents are Italian and Chilean, man. We're Catholic <laughs> as fuck, right? So mm-hmm. we're at church every Sunday for those 45 minutes that sometimes seem like forever. And I know you grew up in uh, so that was like 10 seconds. But 45 minutes was like forever and these Catholic masses. And But what I did notice is that you would hear them say things like, if you're going through financial issues, you know, pray. Mm-hmm. Pray, Steph. Pray, Chris. You go. You have money problems. You want more money in your life. You have a drop to your knees and you pray. And when you pray and ask God for money, the and truly believe it, have faith, mm-hmm. and the windows of abundance shall be opened <laughs> up to ye. Right. <laughs> but Chris, check this out. Then they hand out a basket. Of course. So I remember as a kid thinking, wait a second. And I'm sure I said something to my mom and she like told me to be quiet in whatever way. But I'm sure I said like, wait a second. Why when we want money, you tell us to have a thought Mm -hmm. to fold our, get to your knees, fold your fingers and interlace (laughs) your fingers and say some words and ask for it. And magically it's going to come. And we should believe that. But you have money. You you need money. And you know you better hand out that basket. Why aren't you doing the same thing you're telling us to do? Because they know. If they want <laughs> they that know. money, you better hand sure. out they that know. basket. And yeah. so paying attention to that behavior, pay attention to that behavior. And, and, and it went for the gurus as I got older and I'd see the, the gurus talking about intention. Just put the intention out, Stephanie. <laughs> put the intention and the universe yeah conspires in your favor right, right. so they whisper because if mm-hmm. they speak regular volume the world blows up or whatever yeah. but <laughs> but they whisper right like the universe conspires in your favor but then they go on pbs they're on like a yeah. 10 city tour they're advertised everywhere yeah. wait a second how come i just have to have a thought a desire and a vision board but you know your ass better spend a million dollars in advertising and a book tour mm-hmm. if you want this to be successful. Yeah. Again, so behavior is math, so man. Behavior is math. And so when you recognize those things, do you, you ever see like the 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 um 
diet pill commercials? Yeah, all the time. So diet pill commercials, I think it's so funny because let's say it's called ABC pill, right? Mm -hmm. So I say, and you see this couple walking or you <laughs> see the chick looking, you know, super sexy, the dude looking super sexy. They're walking down the beach, usually a beach, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, um, they say, you know, take ABC pill is the new, it's amazing. And then on the side little thing that they say where they're mm -hmm. going to tell you all the side effects, they said, studies prove when they tell you, you'll average person loses 30 pounds, whatever. I says, and the little thing says, study proves that taking this pill along with diet and exercise <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> equals like, wait a second. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on a second. If, if I did, if I, yeah, if I did nothing <laughs> along with diet and exercise, yeah. I would be fine. But again, you just reckon at that behavior. Mm -hmm. Everyone's waiting for the pill you don't have to diet and exercise with and that shit's not coming. That's just not coming. It's, it's, Again, the behaviors that matter. So uh, it'd be interesting to see. I don't know what you wanted to talk about today, Steph, it's but I'm sure it wasn't well, my <laughs> beliefs in neuroscience, but I am I on like it. my 22nd hour, man. I so, love it. So I'm just kind of, if, if any of you are wondering what it's like at the end of a day to just sit on the balcony and bullshit with me, you just heard it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It. Yeah. You just heard yeah, it. Exactly. Like this is, if for the people that wonder mm -hmm. what pillow talk <laughs> might sound like, you <laughs> just heard it. Me saying crazy shit for 45 minutes uh, and meaning every, <laughs> meaning every word of it. I want to add something to your, your, your observation um, in growing up Catholic and the priests handing out a basket. I, I had something a little bit similar and it was the, the leaders, the church leaders saying, you, you want to be successful. You want to feed your family. You don't have money to feed your family. Pay your tithing <laughs> before. If you, if, 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 I can't think of the quote, but it's a literal quote that says, pay your tithing. If you had a choice between putting food on the table, paying your tithing, paying your tithing is what you need to do. And eventually you'll have food on the table. Nice. Nice. That's like those uh those Midwestern preachers that are flying around in jets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're like, I don't care if you don't have any money, send me what you got. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. people send. No, it, yeah. and it's you've seen mm -hmm. those like documentaries where yeah, they're like, man. You you want to impress the Lord. Yeah. Oh, you want to impress the Lord. Yeah. yeah. You got he wants rock. me to have I these. know, and, and I remember seeing one of these and I couldn't believe it. I seeing one of these commercials, you know, because they, they, they have those commercials. Yeah. You want to impress the Lord. You you want oh oh you're asking the Lord to do something big for you, but you're not willing to do something big for him. Oh. I know you have that mortgage payment. Yeah. Yes. Show some faith. Yes. I know it's a week before the mortgage is due mm -hmm. and you have that money saved up. Send us that check. And and, and give the Lord. Let the Lord see that you those people should be instantly should be, in cuffs. They yeah, should be in jail. jail. They're Forever. instantly in cuffs, yeah. but that's Listen, that's allowed. It's 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 allowed. It's not it's not any crazier and than untaxed. some of the. Yeah, it's 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 not any crazier than than other things that that people believe and that people no, go right. for. It's not it's not any it's not any different than what I just said. You know, ABC Diet Company says take this along with diet and exercise, and it's good, and they're allowed to charge you for that. And so it's it's again, you you have to. Ignorance is bliss. You, you can't be afraid of information. Run away from anyone who tells you to be afraid of information. If anyone tries to limit your access to information, 
then they don't mean you well. If anyone says that mm-hmm. information that makes you think of them in a negative way is bad, yeah. that's the only thing you need to be looking at. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only thing you need to be like. Do you have any feedback you yeah, want me to get to? Mm-hmm, I do. I have some great feedback. Because I right. kind of hijacked this show. That's, Went that strong. so interesting. I could talk about that forever. I love that. Um, okay, so Lucy on Facebook, she asks... Uh, balancing male and female energies within example why do i bring a perfectionist drill sergeant mentality from work home with me to my family instead of being more of the nurture i think they need lucy's asking why why she brings a perfectionist drill sergeant mentality from work home with her to her family instead of being the nurture i think they need well are you the nurturer they need? Like she's saying they, she thinks they need a nurturer, mm-hmm. but is she nurturing? Is she saying, I'm usually so nurturing, but I'm, I don't act that way? Or are you not nurturing? Are you, are you more of that drill sergeant? And, and is that something that you have to work on? Is, is the reason you're bringing that drill, drill sergeant mentality home from work because that's the one you're most comfortable in? That could be, and there's nothing wrong with that, but identify that, be like, oh, shit, I'm not as nurturing as what they need. They need me to be nurturing. I need to, I need to work on this. This is, again, remember that brain thing I'm telling you. So it's, it's not that you're wrong or bad for it, but identify it. I have to m- actually try to not be a drill sergeant for a while. It's going to take you a month or two to try to not be a drill sergeant. And and even while you're trying, they're gonna do or say something, and that inner drill sergeant's gonna stand up and say, <laughs> "Chop their head off!" You know, it's gonna do that. But you'll have to fight off those temptations and those. And remember, those temptations and that lack of willpower. All those things are fancy ways of saying your brain's efficiency. You're gonna have to fight off your brain's efficient habits that you hear as go back into drill sergeant mode, go back into lazy, go back into eating poorly. That's just your brain's habits, your brain trying to take familiar roads that you experience as thoughts. And so if you think that they need a nurturer and that you're coming home to drill sergeant, take note of that. And the reason why do you bring it? Because that's probably what you're more comfortable in. Because you're you're not saying, I'm so nurturing. Why at work? I got to be stronger at work. I'm too nurturing, and they're taking advantage of me. I'm too nurturing, and they I need to be more like a drill sergeant at work. You're not saying that. You're right. saying it the opposite. So that means you're probably more like a drill sergeant, and that's cool. It's not good or bad. It's just what it is. So if they need more nurturing at home, work on it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> work on it. You're never done. You are complete. But you are not finished. And so you have the opportunity to work on being more nurturing and, and, and understanding. It seems to me that you do love them so much that you understand that you're being something different than you feel they need. And if you feel they need something different, you have the opportunity to be that something different. It's just going to take some conscious thinking, being in that moment of saying, okay, whew, I want to be, I want to lose my freaking mind right now, (laughs) but let me just, okay, yep, let's just sit here for a second. They're not robots. They are not robots. They are not, you know, in the military and my subordinates, 
They are my family. They are my children, and I love them. <sighs> Breathe and relax and until this becomes easier to do. I love that. Good luck, and thanks, Lucy. Lucy. Thanks. Okay, so we had a really – we had a, a quote on Facebook that I put up. People may not always tell you how they feel about you, but they will always show you. Pay attention. Uh-huh. Deba Shri on Facebook, she asks, well, what if they're fake? How do you differentiate between the original and the fake body language? How can you tell the difference between? Very rarely will a person have fake body language. People can be fake, but very rarely will they have fake body language. A lot of times the reason why body language um, can be deciphered pretty, pretty accurately mm -hmm. is because it is done subconsciously. Mm -hmm. You know, there there are a lot of things subconsciously. If you, if I were to describe, start describing someone getting, you know, if I if I was being, um, uh, if I was starting to describe in detail someone getting kicked in the groin, male listeners would start to tense up a little bit, and without even knowing that they're tensing up, if you look mm -hmm. at them, they'll start to contract. And body language is that. So when a person is being deceitful, when they're being mm -hmm. that, you'll watch them contract, you'll watch them back up, you'll watch them put barriers in front between, they'll cross their legs, they'll fold their arms, they'll do that kind of stuff. They'll put detail in, you'll watch them start talking. Liars lie in detail, right? Mm -hmm. Lies come in paragraphs. And so you'll start, they'll, they'll just start filling the space with words, with arms, folded arms, with anger. What do you mean? What do you mean where was I? Where were you? Like you start seeing those type of things. And so very rarely is body language able to be deceptive. And so if people are fake, it's usually with words and with language that isn't body language. Behavior is really, really hard to fake. Mm -hmm. Words aren't. Behavior is hard to fake. It's hard to, the, the person's really into you, but they don't call when they say mm -hmm. they're late they're you, you don't they don't act like somebody who's really into you mm -hmm. they don't show up sometimes they did they're kind of flaky then they're faking with words but their behavior is is going to be tough to fake mm -hmm. how, how look, look, ask you two and i know the answer for myself but you two isn't it hard to go through something that you don't want to do? Like, it's hard. Like, you can say, yeah, let's go. Yeah, it'd be great. And then you kind of just sucks <laughs> going through yeah, it. Absolutely. And anyone paying attention to you will see, like, oh, they, they are not enjoying this. No matter how fake you try to be, they're not enjoying mm -hmm. it. And so um, if you pay attention to their body language, to their behavior, it's easier to see. And, and you'll get a lot less confused. And if they're fake, they can only do it for a little bit. Masks, yeah, the masks fall off. People get tired of pretending. When they're fake, they're performing. They get tired of performing. That's interesting. Pay attention to their behavior because the truth will eventually come out. Or that's it, just it keeps they... coming out. You'll just eventually see it. Yeah. It, the truth comes out all the time. You'll just eventually see it. A lot of times we don't want to see it. Remember what I said about agreement with reality? Yeah. A lot of times we don't want to see it. We don't want it to be true. We value ourselves. It hurts us to think that it's true. Um, but but eventually we stop arguing with reality and, and we see it. And we're like, oh, shit. It's there the whole time. <laughs> wow. All right. Good luck, Debbie. Thanks for the question. 
All right, you want to get two? Wait, what do I do? I get to do what most I people don't time. know. It's yeah. time. Yeah, are we like all close to an hour? Uh, yeah, I, I I'm glad that people are loving this because shows like this, you don't understand. I literally come sit down and start talking. So I appreciate all of you who listen to me. Um, I wish. Like, I wish, and I know you two get my dorky, cheesy wishes. Like, I wish all of us, and I know it's thousands and thousands mm -hmm. of people, but I wish that we could just sit down a couple times a week and just have dinner together. Yeah. Like, all of that us. That would be and, awesome. And so what this, that's what this show is to me. Like, hey, I get to, yeah, this is us, all of us, mm -hmm. thousands, hundreds of thousands of us on the balcony. Watching, looking at the New York City skyline yeah. and, and just talking about, yo, man, <laughs> they're going to eventually understand <laughs> the data that's found in every cell, man. Like, they're going to know this. They're going to realize. They're going to take it easier on kids who just don't get math right away. But they're going to see, oh, but you're really good at this. Mm -hmm. And if we start you at this at seven, eight, nine years old, you're going to be amazing amazing at this yeah. we're just not going to ask you to do this other stuff you know it, it, we're going to understand behavior better like oh this is that let's let's take a look at this oh by the way just like we can we can switch these type of organs out that have failed we can switch out these behaviors that have failed i mean how amazing could that be yeah, it could be incredible so yeah for me so this show is i don't want it to be like when you turn on the TV and it's, hey, it's the Today Show. It's like, and shout out to all those shows. <laughs> yeah. But they're so, you know, they're just so, Stiff. They're, 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 they're on TV. They're, they're performing. And I don't want to perform. Oh. I don't want to be scripted. I want to just, if, if I was coming back at the end of a long day like today and all of you are my friends, you guys share my thoughts like that's in mm -hmm. like you got like i know i get cheesy and, <laughs> and i start thinking about this stuff but like people like my job is i travel the world and i think out loud yeah like that's, that's awesome. insane and so people take my thoughts i was saying on on i know that you posted some and you're gonna post some more but like people who get my quotes tattooed on their body. Yeah, how crazy is that? That's incredible. that's incredible. And do you know like what an honor that that's is? Like awesome. that like I remember what I was thinking when I wrote that and you put that on your body. Like yeah. you're forever my brother, forever my sister. I've never met you. We've never spoken, but we're forever family because you you put my feelings onto your body because they're your feelings too. Like and and for me, that's the greatest thing. So if I could this is as close as I'll get to be able to sit down with all of them. Now, when I travel, anyone who goes to any of my events knows we're finding the local restaurant, mm -hmm. we're finding the local, and we're gonna go yeah. bullshit. I hang out with everybody. I always do, um, and uh, and that's that's gonna be me. But for the most of the masses, it's gonna be sitting here and just this is what it would be like. This is what this is what it would be like. I would hear back from the rest of you mm -hmm. but it would be conversations like this so i'm glad that you two uh, set this up can i do a what most people don't know <laughs> yes pause? extra pause that was there. so that was good. good most people don't know <laughs> um we mentioned pills most people are familiar with the tiny pill that boasts of big results viagra but what most people don't know is that Viagra was originally developed and marketed 
as a pill to help with blood pressure issues and hypertension. It failed to catch the market interest and the developers were ready to give up on the drug until they noticed a common side effect. Viagra, this is actually a really short version, but like a long, like they put millions into, this was going to be like the new big blood pressure medicine. Mm -hmm. And they spent millions designing it, millions and millions in, in this board. And they, they released it and it was out there and mm -hmm. it just flopped, man. It just flopped really? for no reason. It worked fine. It just flopped and nobody liked it. And it was there was nothing like high blood pressure. Like no one was into that. It's hard to have those commercials. People who have it don't really want to talk about mm -hmm. it. The doctors like what they like because they all get their money from those companies already. So you being the new kid on that block, nothing. Please don't go, girl. I being don't know the what that being. Is. <laughs> You don't know what the new kids on the block are? Please don't go, girl. Oh, I know are what the new kids kidding? on the block are. I, didn't, I don't know that that was so a listen. song. <laughs> heard of him. Wow. Everyone listening who, who's anywhere near my age is like, how dare you not know? Please don't go, girl. So so, so they put the, they market it out there. They're the, they're the new kid on the block in, this, in these uh, heart pressure, and it fails, man. And so they're thinking it's a failure, but again... Somebody noticed, like, hey, on most of these trials, one of the perks that these people are mentioning, because the people with the higher blood pressure were older people, one of the things they're mentioning is the side effect of tremendous erections that <laughs> most of them hadn't had in a while, <laughs> and especially not with that fervor. Right? So they were like, wait a second. Why don't we, <laughs> side note, let's repackage this. Like, does this even exist? And like, it really doesn't exist much. But let's call it erectile dysfunction. Let's give them, again, it's that kind of straw man thing. Let's create a target that they didn't know existed and then hit it. Hmm. Yeah. And so they made this like, hey, are you old? Are you super old? And you know, you use a slide whistle. <laughs> Boo! <laughs> <laughs> oh not have to have anything. We're not going to say anything, but using a slide whistle. Boo! <laughs> right. So, so, so they take those old people and they they just say, "Hey, listen. You know, here's the only thing we want to tell you. We're not saying this is going to be amazing, but warning." If you have an incredible erection that lasts over six hours, tell your doctor. Huh? They couldn't buy it fast That's enough. Scary. They couldn't buy it fast huh? enough. So it started with that, and then younger people started getting into it. And they really changed the whole thing. Think of how many erectile dysfunction companies are there, there are now. Time, because yeah. they changed everything. Because then they said it's not just for old people. It's for younger people who have a lot of stress. Hey, do you have a lot of stress? They don't mention, are you super overweight? And also this affects that. But they don't mention any of that. They're like, hey, man, you got a lot of stress. Just go to your mm -hmm. doctor and he'll boop. You know, like it, it, we'll, we'll just do it completely <laughs> oh different. And so, uh, and that's how they did. So what most people don't know is that Viagra, that really put this whole multi-billion dollar industry into, into where it is now, they were originally a failed blood pressure medicine. That's and, crazy. And talk about, you know, when I fall on my face, I'm down here doing push-ups. 
Like that's a perfect example. Yeah, it is. That's a per- like a Kodak. Mm-hmm. I wish Kodak would have done that. Like, okay, we fell on our face. That like, Kodak invented the digital camera. Did they really? That's how big of a mess up they were. They invented the digital camera, and they were like, nah. It's going to be a fat. People want to see. They want to take this 35 millimeter, the 110 film. Like they want to, they want to go to a booth and hand it off to some stranger in some creepy booth and just get it back in a few days. And they, they just, they invented it and then became irrelevant. That's how quickly (laughs) having bad leadership matters. Like just the wrong decisions. Just think of this. Think of There was somebody, there was, somebody or a a small group of people at Blockbuster that saw Netflix coming and they were like, nah, people want to see it. They want to come and look and they want to go out as a family and go check the bookshelves for their movie they want to see and hope that nobody has, that all the movies are out. Like, (laughs) they they, they didn't realize like how... How and just a bad decision if they had had better leadership skill or people in there mm-hmm. and just I'm like no no this is gonna be easier. Not everyone has these these um TV phones. Mm-hmm. Not everyone has these TV type phones. You have to have those TV type phones. Like nah, dude. In about six months, they're gonna call that shit a smartphone, and everybody's gonna <laughs> yeah. have that shit. Wow. Everybody can have smart oh, the, TVs. The, the thing doesn't, you'd have to have so much bandwidth and all this stuff, and it's never mm-hmm. going to work. Boom. AT&T, Verizon, everything. They're like, oh, you want to stream your shit? <laughs> done. Here, done. And, and that's it. Blockbuster. Yeah. Goodbye. Bye. Bad decision. Yeah, you were the king. You were literally what we thought of when we thought of movies. And you dropped the ball because you got irrelevant. Yeah. So- I wish that that they had stories mm-hmm. like Viagra, where mm-hmm. like Blockbuster was like, "Nope, we saw it coming, and we we were the first to digitize." Blockbuster, anytime, anywhere, download, no more rewinding. I mean, they mm-hmm. had so many things. Like, imagine they were like, "No more rewinding, no more." Like, they had so many things that people were already. <laughs> yeah. already a known they were brand. they were the known yeah. culture. Yeah. You knew that if you were the slacker, renting a movie cost you eighty dollars because you never brought that mm-hmm. shit back, and on top of everything, you didn't rewind it. Yeah. Like that's like the joke. So they had all those things. Like, imagine all the movies you want for $9 a month as opposed to, well, you know what it costs you. Like, joking with this kind of stuff, it's it's nothing gone mm. because somebody somewhere knew better. Probably, like we were talking earlier, someone who went to business school in 1973. Right. It's like, nope, this is the way people will always like. Like the yeah. people who said at some point, people always want to hold the physical book. Bookstores will never go away. No, there's like two bookstores. There's like two bookstores, and they're only there. Uh, if you if you look in behind what's keeping the bookstores up, it's scary. It's it's scary how how much help bookstores are getting. Yeah, the the major bookstores are getting um, because we don't want to be a country that doesn't have bookstores. Mm. Yeah, but the reality of it is, yeah. man, you can just order print on demand or, or digital, and even yeah. you walk in and the whole first section isn't books it's barely books it's barely books. Yeah. it's yeah. barely books mm-hmm. it's mostly stuff and yeah. so it it I, I wish that wasn't true i'm an author i wish it wasn't true yeah. but the reality of it is i was just talking to uh a fan and talking to the reason i'm saying i'm talking to is because check this out so i'm answering my stuff so 
Steve Maraboli on Instagram, on Twitter, and author Steve Maraboli on Facebook, right? So yeah. make sure you're communicating with the blue verify blue checkmark. Uh, check so I'm telling you I'm talking to, but I'm not actually having a conversation, but I am having a conversation. I'll tell you why. So I'm answering people who are writing in, and I'm answering through the voice thing. Because now, uh, I'm not on Twitter, um, but our Twitter is not as active, mm -hmm. but our Instagram and Facebook are. So I'm answering people. Their messages they're sending me, their direct messages, I'm answering through voice memo. I, I press the little microphone. I'm like, hey, Sally in Nebraska, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Uh, good luck with that. Or I'll give some advice or I'll just say, hey, thanks for mm -hmm. you know, someone will be like, hey, I, I got your book today. Hey, thank you so much. Tell me what you think. Uh, have a great day. Big hugs from New York, whatever it is. And I send that message. Like it's, it doesn't type it on there. They get a mm -hmm. recording of what I just recorded. Yeah, that's it's great. Awesome. So people are sending them back. So I'm kind of having a conversation wow. with them. Oh, and the reason cool. I'm bringing that up is because I just, I think of what that just did. Again, advancing technology. Instead of me typing all day, texting, mm -hmm. like that's, I can't. But instead, I pressed the little thing. I was, I sent a message to someone who bought my book and getting books in Iran. What? So oh. she messaged me back in great english obviously better english mm -hmm. than my you know persian but like she she uh answered and like oh, i'm reading your stuff it's great like, like think of that like wow. think of that and there's no way she's holding a physical book because i highly doubt that amazon mm -hmm. prints in yeah iran but but like amazing wow. amazing so like again that's that's uh, I, as much as i want physical books i think they're great I think here in the United States, it's pretty easy to get anything you want. You don't have to go to a bookstore. But somewhere in those advances, Amazon thought of it. Like they, they are seen as like the big green monster, kind of like Walmart was when they first came out and started yeah. taking over everything. Amazon's looking mm -hmm. that way because they are taking over everything. But they're not taking over everything out of malice. They're taking over everything out of convenience and being relevant in that way. Yeah. So like when someone wants to buy... Uh, one of our books they order it on amazon and they pay less than they would at a bookstore they don't have to go to a bookstore they pay less than they would have at a bookstore and it comes right like yeah. you know what i'm saying like it's hard to argue it it's 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 hard to argue it because they digitized it all now they went the other way and they're starting to open some brick and mortar stores but they're not those stores aren't making money it's, it's almost like advertising well it's exactly what yeah. it is they, they want you to see even when you're driving in the road, they want you to see the name Amazon. Wow. And so it's brilliant because it doesn't cost them money. They're able to do, they're doing little social experiments with it. Do you notice how they do that? Yeah, they're not, there's no checkout line or something, no. right? There's, you just scan your, yeah. Yeah. So you scan your Amazon ID it, and you it will, just charges. You will steal less from us than it would cost us to have somebody here. <laughs> that's insane, dude. But that's, that's again, behavioral science. They're yeah. not, they're not risking it. Like we don't yeah, have to risk it. it. We know we know science now. Like we know the percentage of your what you're probably going to steal versus what it costs us to have people here, have health insurance for them, pay them overtime, <laughs> they slip and fall, mm -hmm. they have they're like it costs us less to just let let you steal. <laughs> but again, a new business model. Yeah. Yeah. A, an absolute new business model. So it'll be interesting to see that kind of stuff. Is it different than it was? Yes. But again, we advance. Like we, 
we we advance. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. So that's a good what most people don't know well, about Viagra, followed by everything else that uh, that I said. I have I have something to say. So I right. I took Viagra and it got caught in my throat. Oh no, she's and I, no, no, no 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 okay. no. Go ahead. I, got, I took I took Viagra and got caught in my throat and I'm walking around with a stiff neck. <laughs> I can no respect, no respect. <laughs> <laughs> Please, nobody's anything. Nobody's anything. That's so, funny. No, it is funny. <laughs> it is. Fu- no respect. <laughs> no respect. <laughs> it no is respect. funny. So here, here, here's that was beautiful <laughs> that rendition was... of that in uh, Austin Powers. Rodney Dangerfield. No, I don't think Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> but Austin Powers definitely in that movie where he said, "I got it caught. It got caught in my neck." And I've had a stiff neck all day. It's so and funny. And then he follows with, I'll thank you. I'll thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'll but that you. was good. Well, well. I thought it was Roddy well Dangerfield. Done. I guess that no respect thing <laughs> that's, didn't really No, that, fit. please don't ever stop saying no respect like that. That's, walk around that, like that, Just please. walk around like that. <gasps> doing neck? the fake adjustment no. of the tie. Okay. Roddy Dangerfield is funny, or was funny anyway. Um, anything else? Thank you for that. Oh, <laughs> can I do a Steve reads his words? What's it called? Uh, story, story time, time with, Steve. with Steve. Story time with Steve. Do you guys all have a story time with Steve in you? And then we're done. Yeah, I do. Go ahead. To, you're the only. Well, I thought you were talking to the audience. The I thought listeners. it was a rhetorical. You're the only, I thought you were. I thought, listen, I thought you were talking to the listeners. You guys ready to do this? I thought it was yeah, I thought you were talking to the listeners. We're gonna do Steve. What's it called? Story, story time, time with Steve. Steve. All right, story Steve. time. Would you rather Steve reads? No, I'd rather whatever you, you guys Steve call. Reads I just forget. Every week. Okay. St- story time with Steve. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now it's time for <laughs> story time <laughs> once again. <laughs> After an hour and 13 minutes of talking <laughs> and just sharing his thoughts, he will now read of another time when he wrote down his thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Story time. Is Today we're going to read Sometimes You Have to Lose to Win. What book is this in? Unapologetically You. From Unapologetically You. Life sure can hit you hard. Suddenly, when you least expect it, wham, life has a knack for challenging you in ways that you didn't feel prepared for. I feel like life sometimes tests you and shapes you in a manner in which you feel least equipped. It seems you don't get to choose the exercise equipment God challenges and builds your strength with. When this is happening, it's easy to drop into a victim mindset. It's easy to feel stuck defeated like you are on a you're a losing player in the game of life this victim mindset argues very loudly that we have lost that nothing good is on the horizon never forget that the volume of an argument does not reflect the validity of the argument just because the victim mentality argues that we are losing doesn't mean that it's true in fact i've come to realize that during the times in my life where I thought I was losing, I was actually winning. An empowered perspective helps me see that I can only get stronger when working against resistance. It is when I struggle that I strengthen. It is when challenged to my core that I learn the depth of who I am. It is when we feel broken 
that we can become experts at mending. I am who I am because the tears of my past have watered the magnificence of my present. It is from my broken hearts that I have learned the measure and power of true love. Every job I was denied for opened the door to new opportunities. Every relationship that hurt me led me to my true love. Every mistake I thought would be the end of me pointed me towards an incredible success. Sometimes when you think you're losing, you're winning. Yay. Yay. That was beautiful. That was great. Uh, Thank you. 35-year-old Steve thanks you for that. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Um, ah, thank you. Thank you both for everything that you did to get this ready and for everything you do always. Thank you. Um, thank all of you out there listening for sharing. It's uh, it's You can go to stevemariboli.net. There's a podcast page. Uh, share all our stuff. This mm-hmm. is what we do. This is I want to keep as busy as possible. Keep me traveling. Keep me talking. Keep me sharing. Uh, who you hear is who I am. So keep me out there. I think that uh, I think that the greatest thing you could do for us is just share. Share mm-hmm. our social media. There are people out there who need stories like that. That is true. That is the, the those type of things. Sometimes when you're losing, you're winning. Those are the type of things that I share what I call bleeding on paper. Those are things that I come to realize after being stabbed in the back and in the front and after being tripped and after falling and after getting up and after winning and then losing and then winning and then losing. All of those things recognizing that the empowered mindset is what we need. We don't need a bunch of gurus who, who aren't nearly as successful as you think they are. We don't need to be listening to that. We don't need to listen to unhappy people tell you how to be happy. We don't need unwealthy people to tell you how to be wealthy. We, we need honesty and people who are honestly navigating this world and recognizing that life kicks you in the face. It kicks you in the face because it's life. There is resistance, not because you deserve it, not because not because of a past life, not because of anything. There is resistance because there is movement. Whenever there is movement, there is resistance. If you have no resistance in your life, check your pulse. We need people out there who are sharing not just the desire for more, but the hacks, the way to go about the behaviorally, psychologically with the mindset, how to go get more and how to be appreciative and happy with what you had in the first place. Advancement. Advancement is what we want. We want to refine, improve, enhance our lives. We want to smile. We want to be happy. We want to love and feel loved. It's all within our reach. We just have to recognize it for where it is and where it is. And more painfully, Leave where it's not. So that's what we need, and that's what I'm out here doing. Check out our social media, Steve Mariboli on uh, Twitter, on Instagram, author Steve Mariboli on Facebook. Make sure you check for the uh, blue verified uh, check mark and, uh, and send messages. I, I, I enjoy traveling, and you're more, more than likely going to get a voice memo from me, and if you want to send one back, awesome uh i appreciate hearing from all of you stevemariboli.com.net and anything else anybody else uh five star rating on itunes please five star rating on itunes because it helps other people find us now 
the reason I say that's important is because this show does not go in like it's not in like the self help section. I will not be in the <laughs> self help section. So this show some some of the um, places put it in philosophy, mm-hmm. but yeah. most of the places put it in entertainment. Yeah. So by giving us a, so now I'm not. I'm not, our show isn't competing with attention for the gurus, mm-hmm. right? We're competing with like the peak entertainers in the yeah. world. Yeah, like the top so, shows. Like the top shows. So giving us a five-star rating helps other people find us who wouldn't normally find us um, because we're not trying to guru anyone. Um, I want to be the friend you have that shares stuff, that's honest enough to tell like I always joke and say, I need people around me who will tell me the baby's ugly. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like you need people who tell you the baby's ugly, man. Yeah. I want to be that friend to all of you that tells you the baby's ugly, reminds you how powerful you are, is able to laugh at life, not make everything perfect. We're all perfectly imperfect, but embracing the fact of what we are, what we're not, and dealing with what we have to move forward and not wish we were other people and not wish we had what they had, but appreciate what we have, the tools that we have to move our lives in the directions they should go and laughing and loving Mm. along the way. So thank you, all of you. I've talked to you enough. And uh, (laughs) we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much. See you next time. (laughs) 